0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ready Set Show Podcast with your host, DT. We talk music, gaming, and much more. Ready Set, set Show. what's up guys podcast greatness productions brings you the ready set show podcast guys this is episode 75 i'm your host dt and i'd like to thank you beautiful people for joining me this week guys this episode is going to be a little weird we're going to be probably all over the place you're going to get a little bit of everything we got music news we got gaming news ninja versus tfue potential boxing match me and kinsley the daddy daughter Fortnite duo something exciting happened with this new season gotta talk about that got some music news there is a reunion tour of a very famous metal band i'm excited to announce this i hope this happens i hope it goes through we got a story for you guys on the true story of rob zombies the devil's rejects there's it's actually based off of a true story so i'm going to talk about that i'm jay station dude finally wised up and the rant this week will be called hurry up and wait uh it involves income taxes and not a long rant necessarily but then again i always say that and drag it out (laughs) am i right guys but let's go ahead and kick off with some shout outs guys i want to thank my beautiful family man we've just been waiting on these damn taxes Uh, i'll get into that later what's going on with that love them so much man me and kinsley been having fun playing fortnite me and the beautiful fiance darcy we've been getting along great man we've just been just hanging with each other and just having a great time man i love them so much so blessed and just happy they're by my side and they mean everything to me I want to thank Drama, Letty, Cheetah, Mo, Ben, everybody that has either came on the show, supported the show, helped the show. Always got to shout you guys out. I'm very thankful, guys. The new co-host is in the works. If my brother's not able to do it, I do have one other person in mind. It's my best friend, Jared. Yeah, that's right, Jared. If you're listening to this, come be the co-host on the Ready, Say, Show podcast, dude. It would be fun. Guys, look out for that. I'll keep you updated on it. I want to thank Kevin. Kellen, the man, the myth, the legend, the one that got all this rolling, the guy that had been telling me for years, man, you should be on the radio with those stories you got. He was always supportive and always told me I should do that, and one day it popped in my head, and I always got to give thanks to Kellen. I know I say the same thing when I shout him out every episode, but it's true. He's the reason this show exists, and I'll say that every episode. So thank you, Kellen, and he's a damn good dude, by the way. Uh, I want to thank everybody that supports the show, whether you're a new listener, new to the Facebook page, new to the show, whatever it may be. If you've showed love, support, listen to the show, I want to thank y'all so much. I, I really do appreciate all the support that everyone gives the show. Thank you guys so much guys before we jump into our first story of the day i tried to make a video on this but due to some uploading issues and just me getting pissed off i decided to just wait and put it on this uh, 75th episode here as you all know letty left the show a little while back let me state up front that i have no animosity hard feelings i'm not mad at letty for anything and though we haven't talked a lot or hung out at all she's still a damn good friend of mine i'm appreciative of everything she's done for me and my family and everything she did while on the show proud to call her my friend But when she had left, you know, she had said something about taking a break and I'd hoped okay, she'll take a little while off, maybe a month or two, three months, whatever, and she'll come back. And I just don't think she's coming back. Granted we haven't talked, I could be wrong about this. This is just strictly my opinion, but I had always envisioned this show of having a co host and I wanna continue that. It's not that I don't I have any doubt doing it myself and I don't care to do it myself. I have fun either way but this show to me runs better with a co-host because we have different personalities we can feed off each other if we make mistakes we can recover you get the idea and it's not anything that letty's done that's caused this decision it's just at some point in time i have to move on letty is more than welcome to come on the show anytime and if one day she decides to come back then so be it but for now i'm moving on and grabbing a co-host just a quick announcement wanted to let you guys know this next moving on for you rob zombie fans i've been really wanting to bring this story to you guys i just discovered this the other day but it's about devil's rejects i'm a huge rob zombie fan even when he was in white zombie when he did his solo project his wife baby let's be honest gorgeous damn good actor when rob zombie went into filmmaking guys i knew rob was awesome at music but i thought well he'll bring a cool 70s 80s horror aspect and that's exactly what we got and then some i was blown away by the movies he made i thought he did a really good job and house of a thousand corpses dropped first and i liked it I didn't like the ending. I just felt like he could have went in a different direction with the ending. I mean, Dr. Satan was a robot. I don't know. It just seemed really corny and cheesy to me and definitely not a Rob Zombie type of ending. So the House of a Thousand Corpses, we were introduced to the Firefly family. Turns out they're based off the real-life family, the Bender family, otherwise known as the Bloody Benders, which this movie is based off of. I always thought it was kind of based off the Texas Chainsaw Massacre type family. I I really did. I, I don't know why. It just had those vibes. If you've ever watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacres where the movie revolves around not just Leatherface, but Leatherface and his psycho-ass hillbilly family somewhere in Texas. I thought it might be based off of that. Well, turns out, guys, it's based off a true story, and I had never even heard this story. We go to a WickedHorror.com article that talks about this. So now it's time for... rob zombie's critically acclaimed masterpiece the devil's rejects is the far superior sequel to the equally gut-wrenching and terrifying house of a thousand corpses part of the gore flicks follows the fireflies a serial killer family with no limits to their evil misgivings their only mortality taking root in the depth of their shared depravity. However, the Firefly family from The Devil's Rejects is just pure fiction, since a set of real-life serial killer parents who worked alongside their dangerous son and daughter could not possibly exist in the real world, right? Unfortunately, while the Fireflies are, thankfully, confined to the silver screen, their real-life counterparts, the Bender family, known widely as the Bloody Benders, did in fact exist, terrorizing Cherryvale, Kansas from 1869 to 1872. The Bloody Benders were a small, hourly, quiet family who ran an inn on the outskirts of cherryvale that was open to all travelers and was equipped with a dining area a warm bed barn and corral for animals as well as a two-acre garden and orchard the people of cherryvale and the benders visitors regarded the family warily since they seemed to have an oddness about them John Bender Sander and his wife Elvira, cool name, kept to themselves most of the time and barely spoke English, preferring their native tongue of German. But their children, John Bender Jr. and his sister Kate, were more sociable. John Jr. and Kate were often spotted in Sunday school at the local church and were the ones to charm the visitors upon first arrival at the inn, which set the guests at ease. Like the Firefly Clan in The Devil's Rejects, the Bloody Benders had dual personalities and their sinister dynamic worked underneath their happy exterior of family togetherness and entrepreneurship. When select guests would join the family for dinner, for instance, they would take the seat of honor that was situated in front of a curtain which divided the living space and the dining area. The quote-unquote guests of honor would be graced with the delightful presence of Kate and her lively Conversation as well as john jr or john senior sneaking up behind them with a hammer striking the visitor on the head until they were dead wow you about to eat a you know a ham sandwich next thing you know you getting a hammer and you don't piece that's that's awesome then listen to this a trap door which was expertly placed underneath the feet of the guests would then open and their dead body would be whisked downstairs to the basement to be dismembered and buried in a shallow grave in the family orchard soon after the guests that were murdered were not even rich or had anything valuable on them so it is highly likely that the bender family likes the fireflies in the devil's rejects killed for the sheer thrill and love of it and that's what makes them demented during their escapades which totaled 11 homicides john jr and kate were also involved in a bizarre incestuous relationship of of course they were that had neighbors believing that they were husband and wife rather than brother and sister it wasn't until early 1873 that suspicion was aroused in cherryville after a prominent doctor of the area william york never made it home after last being seen in the care of the benders dr york had a brother who also happened to be a colonel that arrived on the scene with a plethora of his men in tow. After a couple of days of investigating, Colonel York held a town meeting where he announced that he would be searching every home in the area. Unfortunately, the Benders had got wind of what was transpiring and fled before the search even began, but luckily, some local people found the 11 shallow graves that would become the Benders' legacy. While many were men that appeared to be traveling, one of the victims was a a young girl guest to be about eight years of age who was found buried alive after one of her arms was broken and a single leg was pulled out of its socket not only though the firefly clan from the devil's rejects and bender families parallel each other in their murderous schemes and terrible nefarious methods they also share other bizarre characteristics for instance the blatant disregard of human life in exchange for their own sick pleasure of killing is something that is lavished by both families likewise the amount of deception involved which is showcased by each set of children exemplifies their value of treacherous kin given their ability to manipulate regular people although kate did distract guests before their death she made the end popular by posting false claims of being a doctor and a psychic around the town she would invite the vulnerable to be quote unquote healed but some of the people instead received the unfortunate fate of blunt force trauma otis and baby firefly fooled hotel guests in the devil's rejects so they could gain access to their rooms where they ultimately toyed with innocent people before slaughtering them like animals furthermore under duress and being discovered by law enforcement both families fled but while the fireflies were caught and killed The Bloody Benders mysteriously disappeared and their fate is still unknown to this day. Although the fictional Firefly family from the Devil's Rejects could be considered more terrifying since the possibility of real-life counterparts exist, there is one positive. A family that kills together seems to stay together. So that's going to conclude the story of the Bloody Benders, a.k.a. the Bender family guys of Cherryville, Kansas. I think they wreaked havoc and killed these 11 people late 1800s to the early 1900s i forgive me i don't remember the exact date they are considered america's first either family of serial killers or serial killers in general i know they came before jack the ripper over in england and just all the notable famous serial killers of all time but it really makes me wonder what happened to them i mean they just kind of disappeared something tells me cops couldn't catch them they probably move somewhere else under a different identity who knows maybe killed more people maybe just said hey look we'll just lay low they haven't caught us and just live their life till they die but i just thought this was crazy isn't it just weird how in the devil's rejects you almost root for the devil's rejects even though you know they're sadistic and they did some really crazy psychotic shit you're like oh you didn't want them to get caught i don't know i guess you fall in love with the characters not so much what they did and there's sick people out there and you know it's a movie because i'm a huge fan of the devil's rejects far more than i think the new one's called three from hell captain spaulding otis and baby get caught and i'm assuming it just tells what happens while they're in jail they seem to have a lot of fans out there saying free the three and who knows they probably try to break them out because this is something about you can't contain this kind of evil i didn't know the this was based off true events but it's crazy the bloody benders i guess they were german so that's insane man killed 11 friggin' people they had the trap door for whoever the guest of honor was and when they killed them they would just send them down to the basement and dismember them so that's crazy look i know this is just a movie but it just goes to show you you really gotta watch when you go to somebody's house or you run into strangers these are the kind the people that are really out there it was like when i sell stuff on facebook i went to somebody's house one time and it was literally like this chick and you know she was in a wheelchair she also had two people living with her not the disabled girl but the other two people were really weird and i mean nothing really happened but it was just a weird uncomfortable situation that could turn out bad you never know plus i'd heard a story where some pregnant chick went same situation i can't remember what state this was in went to buy something and good god they like tried to cut her baby out of her so i pretty much me and my fiance decided look here if we buy and sell stuff on facebook we're meeting in public we no longer go to people's house there's just so much crazy stuff and crazy people in the world you might think oh it's it'll be okay everything's all right you know i'm going to their house blah 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 next thing you know that'll be your last mistake don't get bendered you see what i did there just don't be manipulated rush into something or just think it's okay to go to some stranger's house because next thing you know you'll end up some fucking creepy lampshade or curtain on their damn wall Silence of the lambs, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me type shit Just don't get how you could bring yourself number one to kill somebody and like in this story with the bloody benders Dismember like how could you kill somebody and then cut them up like that's the craziest shit I would have dreams sometimes Where I would kill somebody and dude I would wake up like freaking out Have y'all ever done that like oh god I killed oh god who did I kill it's so real that's how i know i could never bring myself to do it i'll just ignore your ass you know i'll ghost your bitch out. i ain't gonna kill you but all right guys let's move on to our first segment with some huge news music let's talk some music all right uh so i was trying to really dig some stuff up man i was like good god man i mean i know like i'm i'm getting an early start this week guys i'm recording on a monday and i was like my god i don't really have any music news i stumbled upon this from loudwire.com and we got to talk about this this is very interesting i hope this happens i wish the original drummer could be a part of this but from what i read i don't know so let's read it together dimebag daryl's girlfriend supports pantera tribute tour featuring phil Ensomno, rex brown and zach wild that's interesting rita haney longtime girlfriend of pantera guitarist dimebag daryl abbott rest in peace dimebag one of the greatest legendary metal all-around guitarists of all time May he rest in peace. I wish we still had Dimebag Man. Damn, I miss that dude. Has shared her support for a potential tribute tour featuring Phil Onsomno, Rex Brown, and Zach Wilde. However, she stopped short at supporting a full-on reunion of Pantera. Onsomno has already offered fans a Pantera tribute, playing the band's iconic songs while opening on Slayer's Farewell Tour. Now, you all will remember Letty when she was a part of the show talking that when she saw them at that festival she went to she said that that was one of their final shows the sets were a hit and only fueled speculation that on and brown could take pantera on the road with Dimebag's longtime friend zach wilde on guitar y'all know zach wilde he played for ozzy black label society dudes a beast asked her opinion by eric blair rita haney shared her thoughts on the subject quote i definitely would be okay with the tour i'd want to be at every show unquote quote but as far as trying to put pantera back together no that's distasteful without those other guys but i think as a tribute it would be a really great thing because i know from a fan's point if i hadn't been able to see them play or hear those songs i can imagine other people as well i think it's great that they could at least see it performed and by people that truly love them so yeah, I think it would be a really cool thing." Unquote. With Ronnie James Dio 10th Annual Memorial Awards Gala, Haney also revealed her battle with ovarian cancer. "Quote: For a whole year, I was doing treatments and I had no clue what was gonna happen. I kept it pretty quiet, but Wendy Dio works with some great people. These people helped me. It means a lot to me. For this foundation, stand up and shout to just bring awareness to any sort of cancer so yeah it's more than words unquote back in 2017 rex brown told loudwire that pantera have been quote unquote close to reuniting in the past there's a video you guys can watch on here guys on loudwire.com backslash dimebag dash daryl dash girlfriend dash supports pantera tour you you'll see it so that's that's pretty much all it states guys i think that would be great now i didn't read anything in here Dimebag's bags brother vinnie paul anywhere in here which sucks i wish vinnie could be a part of it i'm sure it was hard on him man because from what i read they were really close I mean, the way Dimebag went out was just very unfortunate. But some psycho fan just had to take the life of Dimebag. He was just mad that him and Vinny weren't a part of Pantera anymore. So instead of just bitching about it like the rest of us, he had to flip out and take a legend's life. I used to follow Pantera. I remember they used to make a lot of these, I guess back then it was probably in the in the 90s early 90s late 90s which would be kind of considered vlogs is what we call them now but back then they would make these home videos of them out on the road and man pantera just had the craziest friggin videos dude doing crazy shit left and right but then it would show them jamming and i remember man pantera was huge when i was like in high school and coming out of high school So many people love Pantera. I I didn't like Pantera when I first heard them, but, dude, those guys grow on you. If you are a fan of rock music and you're not a Pantera fan, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. These guys are legends. Phil, he's known for... He's took some backlash for talking shit about Vinny and Dimebag. I I believe this was when Dimebag was alive. And he's done a lot of controversial shit, but he's calmed down. Love Pantera. And I mean, I know those guys had a falling out and they parted ways when Dimebag was alive. When Dimebag passed, it was in his other band. Let's be honest, we wouldn't know Phil if not for Pantera. So I'm sure he's seeing all these bands coming back together, doing reunion tours, farewell tours and i'm sure he's got the itch like everybody else and and i personally i would love to see it zach Wilde, who was a good friend of dime bags that that's not a disrespectful replacement that was actually one of his friends that would be dope Really wish Vinnie Paul was on drums, though. I'm kind of curious to see who would be on drums because we know Phil singing, Rex Brown would be, I'm assuming, on bass. You got Zach on guitar, so who's the drummer? So hopefully Vinnie Paul will come out and announce that he will be the drummer and be a part of this. I I really hope so, man. I just think that would make it even more impactful, complete, and show much love and respect to Pantera and Dimeback. But that's going to do it, guys give me your take if you're a pantera fan let me get your favorite pantera songs of all time i love cemetery gates you gotta love walk out of all my buddies i wasn't as big a pantera fan as probably most of them but i did like like pantera and i did watch a lot of those like i told you those home videos and videos they made on tour and stuff but that's gonna do it guys let me know what you think about this if they did a farewell tour would you go i mean who would you like to see on drums if if vinnie paul doesn't come back give me your take on this do you think this is the right thing for them to do is this respectful to Dimebag? before i move on to gaming news guys a buddy of mine that i spoke about at the top of the show who i would love to bring as a co-host on this podcast a good friend of mine jared those who know jared know who i'm talking about my friends and family are just guys that have made music with him whether it be rock or rap he did make beats and rapped i think he's still doing it actually uh goes by mad Scientist. i was in many bands with him hell of a guy rapping wise if you looked at jared he doesn't look like your typical rapper and that's not a big deal but he reminds me of like post malone now that post malone's out and popular i was like dude that's jared's identity right there He looks like a lumberjack that drank too much when i think of musicians as far as people that i actually know that i've jammed with that i've played music with when i was playing drums i mean this guy's probably cream of the crop number one by far he can play guitar and i'm not talking about a little bit of guitar i'm talking about dude is is an excelled musician he really is he could be literally and i'm not bullshitting just because he's a one of my best friends but he could be a one-man band we were talking today and you know me and him we always crack jokes and talk about the old days when we hung out man we used to do crazy shit by the way jared that weed just went straight to my lungs and stoned me to death we used to just do stupid shit like he likes when i say that but i mean man i have so many memories with jared but man when we played music dude (laughs) it it just intensified our friendship i give thanks to him a lot the memories playing music that i have and jared's one of the reasons that i started playing music and he taught me a lot progressed as a drummer i mean he he didn't fully sit down every day so many days a week and show me but dude he literally showed me a lot on drums i mean and I kind of wanted to develop my own style. I mean, there was times I'm sure he probably got frustrated with me because I literally started in a band. It wasn't like, like my uncle who played drums for years and then he transitioned into a band. No, no. I started out playing in a band dude it was crazy because i remember i would just do it seemed like i would do and probably was doing the same shit but i'm sure like most drummers i just started with the basics it was just so fun every time i talk to jared it seems like i get that itch to want to start playing music again i'm sure most musicians know what i'm talking about we end up talking about it but i was like man i just wish we would have done something with our music i mean man there was just so many opportunities and good bands that we were in that i really feel like if we had kept going definitely 12 gauge heretics and hypnosis but again man me and jared always seemed to be you know the guys that were dedicated and and ready to go and Pump for practice and and one thing that i do wish is that we would have worked more and built our equipment up to where we had just top-notch equipment instead we were just always 24 7 music 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 you know because i feel like we put off a lot of things and i wish we wouldn't have partied so much because i'm gonna tell you something i'm fairly decent on drums i let other people that have heard me form their own opinion i'm not one of them yeah man i'm badass out of everybody I've known and played music with I feel like Jared deserves his shot to be a part of music. I mean really, I feel like he could contribute so much cuz that dude spent many a times when he was young just sitting in his room just learning and learning and playing and playing and he really deserves to make. It. I mean even to this day at our age he still deserves it. We were talking about something too and I don't know those of you all who are christians or believe in religion god me and jared met each other in church we've always had that religious tie with each other though we steered away from that path jared told me that one time when he was 14 and he's never forgot this we actually talked about it today he said man i remember this guy who i didn't know never met the guy never heard of him we were talking and he told me that i would never do anything with my music unless i play for the lord and he said and it's stuck with me for so many years and he said i really believe that's why i didn't and still haven't done anything with my music those of y'all who may have heard jared play or who have had the pleasure to play music with him and if you haven't i mean i know it's easy for me to sit here and talk if he's okay with it i have some of his music matter of fact what i think i'm gonna do is turn this into a up-and-coming artist spotlight as we did with mugsy maybe next episode i can get jared to record something in his own words like mugsy did so i'll post one of jared's songs it's just one that i personally like now next week he might have one possibly two that he may want to throw up here if you've heard the 12 gauge heretics i mean you've heard him sing sit up here and i hype him up but the bottom line is jared could and should have been signed i mean the guy's talent is endless he's constantly learning he surprises me every time i play music with him now who knows maybe we could chalk it up to bad luck with members that we had maybe it really was because he didn't play for god and stuff i mean i don't know but i know He's talked about that for years. I really wish, man, me and Jared could have made it. And if not me, definitely him i mean jared he has talent and i'm going to tell you guys why i feel like this podcast is is my calling and why i want to do these music spotlights more and granted this is just the second one we've done but why i feel they are important why i'm going to do them more is because there's people out there like jared that would put in the work that have more than enough talent and we get bitches like bad baby and miley cyrus and people like this that probably can't really sing they use auto-tune these people are famous sitting back they make it big they get a contract they get millions of dollars and they go over here and do dumb shit they've wasted away musicians like jared that are out here they've put in the time been playing since they were young learning different instruments they just have a wide range of talent because we're in east tennessee that's not well known for music that could make it and and that are overlooked i miss playing music with him man me and him could sit down in a room you give us a month. And we could write just so many good songs And we all have a friend like Jared Or family member, whatever it may be That we can just get in a room with I don't care if we hadn't played in two years And can just pump out just song after song You both flow good together And you have that chemistry that's just unmatched That's gonna do it for this music spotlight Of Jared the Mad Scientist Pits This guy should already be signed Again, he's a damn good friend of mine I think you're gonna enjoy his music as i will post one of his songs at the end of this segment this is just one i'll throw out there aside from when he was in 12 gauge heretics called drowning in happiness i think he is on facebook i believe he goes by mad scientist 423 i'll get with him again and hopefully next episode we can get him to record his background in music like mugsy did when he came on the show so look forward to that thank you guys and go show him some love if you enjoy his music as he has many many great songs that i to this day from when we were younger enjoy so much and would love to reunite and start rocking them out again but hey thanks for that uh, trip down memory lane jared always good talking to you still one of my best friends a hell of a guy and he deserves his due he really does all bullshit aside and we joke and clown each other but at the end of the day he does deserve it to contribute to music over these whack ass artists out here today. And I never say whack. But guys, that's gonna do it for the music segment today. Again, go show my buddy some love. Let me know what you think of his music. Let him know what you think of his music. And guys, let me know what you think of a Pantera Farewell tour. Would you like to see all the original members, obviously, besides Dimebag? Or do you like the members that they've compiled to uh do this tour so far? Let me know what you think, guys. And now performing drowning in happiness, Jared the Mad Scientist Pitts. guys on to our final segment hey bro let's Let's gang gang, gang. in gaming news today guys i want to first start off with my review on the new season yes you guessed it fortnite chapter 2 season 2 before i dive in i just want to state up front my first duo win was with my beautiful daughter kinsley we've recently both started playing duos though i don't really play solo duos and squads much mainly duos and squads i rarely play that i'll play solos occasionally me and kinsley we've recently been playing and we finally got our first win together at the start of this new season i got both me the battle pass and her the battle pass and i'm going to give this battle pass a nine i I think it's really creative unique we got our first win i'm so proud of us and every season there's a certain glider you get it's an umbrella glider and when you win you get a unique one and we got this seasons then i turn around the very next morning because i always wake up early where kinsley was born for some reason i always get up anywhere between three and five in the morning and i just started using that time to game for a few hours and then i'll usually lay back down but i was playing and got my first solo win while i was trying to complete this first week of the new season's challenge so that's cool do i have many solo wins no i've got two i've got one duo win and i've got a few squad wins because again i play team rumble probably 90 percent of the time i rarely play duo actually since i've started playing with kinsley that's the most i play because now you can run split screen on fortnite and me and kinsley can both play together kind of like two players you know but you can only play duo squads and then arena duos and squads but hey maybe eventually they'll make it to where you can play team rumble just because you get more xp off team rumble the loot is way better and you can respawn so that's why i'm just a team rumble guy i think all the really awesome players go in solos duos and and squads it will make you better and made me and kinsley better and guys make no mistake about it yes my daughter's four she did get eliminations. She did. She got probably, I'd say we got 10 the game we won and she got every bit of I'd say 4 or 5 of them, at least half of them. Yeah, that's right. My 4-year-old Merkin folks on Fortnite. I'm so proud of her. That's why I love Fortnite. It's another way for me and her to bond and and we've been just having a blast, man. It's just so fun. But this season Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2 is based off of uh, like a spy like james bond there's a lot of changes so let's go over them we will go to an article forbes actually has a great article we start with a new battle pass interface you'll get something totally different when you click on the battle pass tab this time around we've got a new sort of secret layer with our agent friends inside adding a narrative layer to the challenges and unlocks that we've had with us for so long it's cool and it really is man i love the new layout again i never doubted epic games i knew they would come up big and they did all right now map changes wouldn't be a new season without map changes we have five new locations the shark the agency the grotto the rig and finally the yacht so that's the new locations guys again the shark the yacht the agency the grotto and the rig we also have some new mythic weapons when you go to any one of the new locations you eliminate any of the battle pass skins you can get new mythic weapons now the first one we got is when you go and you eliminate brutus you get the new mythic minigun when you eliminate tntina you get the Kaboom bow. when you eliminate sky you get the assault rifle and the grappler which that me and kinsley have both used both of those meow muscle you get the pew pew rifle and midas you get the drum gun which me and kinsley just got our second duo win as i was editing this episode the 26th of february we got our second win and i actually took out the last three people with the new drum gun so it's insane again guys these weapons are worth the risk i'm telling you all right first we got henchmen all new locations come stocked with henchmen they're like the little uh, bodyguards for each of these locations you kill them and you can get ammo and their weapons that they're using to try to eliminate you with the henchmen building on the first order troopers from the star wars event henchmen are no joke they will kill you if you don't come prepared and trust me the henchmen aren't too bad but they use the battle pass characters in there too that's how you get the mythic weapons and they are no joke and they add a real wrinkle to landing at these new locations each location also has a boss henchman that will drop a key card to a secret vault full of sweet loot you can fool these henchmen in a couple of ways either by putting on a disguise in a phone booth or sneaking around metal gear style in a cardboard box yeah so now you can get in cardboard boxes they have these phone booths kind of like the superman type deal where you go in you come out and you're dressed as one of the henchmen they've got one in pleasant park and other key locations around the map i'm sure the more popular ones retail row the main one i've seen other than the new locations as far as the phone booths is pleasant park is usually where i go they will either give you a ghost disguise or a shadow disguise these will help you as far as the henchmen because they have been put in the new locations as well as some of the key locations so these disguises will help you but as soon as you get shot guys they instantly go away i actually didn't know about this and i just randomly went in one one day and i was like kinsley you gotta see this next we got some unvaulted items so far we appear to have remote explosives heavy sniper rifles suppressed smg and the grappler now upgraded to mythic all pretty spy themed on the flip side of the coin we vaulted the damage trap bolt action sniper rifle smg and some rarities of the rocket launcher so no more traps guys you don't got to worry about traps and i gotta tell you that's a big relief i don't have to look up every time i go in the house or anything but it is weird traps have always been in the game cypher pk was not happy as he's known as the trap god next we have decoy grenades and me and kinsley love these i think this was a great addition to the game and you can be very strategic with these it's a throwable that puts down a decoy version of yourself particularly handy for the henchmen so you can just throw it it, it kind of imitates your whatever skin you're using and it'll take off running and you can distract enemies and it, you can troll with it it's hilarious and we found that it'll actually shoot i'm assuming in the opponent's direction as we had one i noticed that it was firing. i was like wow sometimes i think somebody said they'll drop you loot or materials but i haven't seen that yet that could be just bs next we have teleporting toilets i think there's actually trash cans that do it too so sometimes when you wander into a toilet you wind up somewhere else this happens to me sometimes he said so these are cool like there's one in pleasant park it'll teleport you over to one of the bridges sometimes it might put you closer to the storm or get you further away if the storm's coming just kind of be careful which one you choose guys eventually you'll learn where each location toilet whether it be a trash can will take you next we have shakedowns when you down an opponent henchman or human you can shake them down for info it seems like it will reveal the locations of surviving squad mates if you perform this on a human. On a henchman, it will give you the location of their boss and treasures in the area. So that's pretty cool too. We've actually done that and it's hilarious. Throwable consumables. We can throw consumables now. A cool little twist. The game has been slowly increasing. The sorts of support options available to players and this is the sort of the latest there between this and the bandage bazooka you can start playing as a medic in a much more concerted way no helicopters yet guys as i reported in episode 74 deuces there would be helicopters coming to this new season as of right now there isn't now there is helicopter pads like at the new locations and just be patient i think they will be coming to the game but it says helicopters have been teased and make an appearance in the early trailers But they're not in the game yet i'd expect them to arrive in the course of the season however i'd say in a few weeks we'll have them guys there's a lot of cool stuff added to this i thought this was a really unique way for them to go coming off of the uh the last season where we had the alter egos of each skin chapter two season one and now chapter two season two you have the spy theme with team ghost and team shadow so the secret skin they usually announce it around week seven or eight somewhere in that time frame of each season but we already know who it is up front and this is why we grind all these challenges and guys this season it's going to be worth it this is awesome though i wasn't a huge fan of the deadpool movies deadpool is the secret skin now you probably won't be able to get them until i'm gonna say anywhere from week seven eight i've noticed like there wasn't many challenges this first week and i think they're stating next week there there's going to be 10 challenges in week two as there wasn't that many here in week one well you never know they're kind of switching it up every week which i like keeps it fresh where the battle pass tab was and you could just flip through your battle pass now you can go to your challenges there you can uh you go on up and there's certain skins in there like the maya skin which you get maya and agent Peely, which is basically Peely in a spy outfit a suit it gets on my fucking nerves but anyway maya she's got so many different styles and what it is ever so many challenges you do you're able to upgrade her like i've got her hair and a tattoo upgrade so far so is kinsley but you can go ahead and deck her out how you want her to look overall and then when you get those upgrades you can just go on there and confirm it and boom there you go now i do hope eventually you can choose any of those styles you'll have access to them but i don't know because in one of the tabs it has ghost and the shadow symbols and it says coming soon and it says eventually you will have to pick so i don't know if you pick team shadow if you'll just get those versions or if you pick team ghost you'll just get those versions or eventually you'll be able to get them all i'm not sure but i like how they switched it up this is this is why i tell y'all and i kiss epic games ass so much and, and i brag on this game and why this has been my number one game for almost going on two years now they just keep it fresh just when you think you got them figured out boom they come with something else and when they know they're messing up or people are bored or getting sick of the game they do something to bring everybody back maybe everything all these new changes don't appeal to everybody but i guarantee a few of them appeal to every single player on this game so you may not like every one of them but i know it's enough you'll like enough of them to where you're gonna come back and keep playing fortnite if you did quit playing the game which i don't believe that but guys i gotta tell you what would i rate this season so far i do like it better than last season i'm gonna say right now 8.5 i, I like it i don't think it's the best but i gotta tell you it's really fun i've noticed when we go into these duo solos and stuff like that i really like the skilled matchmaking because i'm not playing these immaculate players i mean you gotta think man my daughter's four she got eliminations her first month with playing the game dude it took me two seasons when i started you know halfway through season three just to get an elimination i I mean that's how good the players that were coming to Fortnite were now granted i was probably trash really bad but you know when i hit season five is when i started to catch my stride learn learn the building a little more started getting eliminations so that's why i'm telling you man i'm proud of my daughter i mean do think about a lot of four year olds couldn't pick up a controller i mean i've seen six seven year olds come over here and wonder how she's working the xbox controllers we've been having a blast i really do like this season i i would rate it 8.5 maybe toward a nine in between 8.5 i'd say 8.8 we'll just say that it's great if you did leave playing fortnite by chance i don't know why the hell you would or if you're new thinking of starting to play fortnite this would be a good season uh they got gliders by the way this season like they got a missile glider that you can jump on and ride it kind of like a surfboard they've got certain skins with like cell shade emotes built into them I believe it's the third skin you get on the battle pass. I believe she's called Tina They've got a muscled up skin with a cat head. They got the modest guy, the tier 100 skin on the battle pass. He's all gold. Any weapons he touch it turn to gold. Even when you drop them on the ground, like if you don't want to use the gun anymore, it's still going to be all gold and we have deadpool as the secret skin and by the way guys if you go in the new area where the battle pass the tiers, and the challenges and how you can upgrade maya then you'll have the team ghost team shadow tab and then there's one that has a question mark that will be deadpool's lair and you go in there and do there's like these little challenges now these may be the challenges that lead to you to get him other than the our normal challenges so definitely go in there every week and complete those challenges i think the first one is don't think the bus driver and the second one is you got to find some letter that deadpool wrote to epic games so don't forget to do the deadpool challenges it'll be again where the question mark is in the new tab of the battle pass that little spy layer they got on there you'll see it so i gotta t- i'm telling you man i love the spy theme because it reminds me of 007 goldeneye the james bond game i played on nintendo 64 with the new mixture of fortnite so fortnite's getting even better for me and and the fact that my daughter is enjoying it i get the best satisfaction out of it and make no mistake she will be a future pro gamer look out you might get murked by the four-year-old video game prodigy kinsley jade baby she's coming for you all right guys continuing with fortnite fortnite's number one and number two ninja and Tifu, are gonna fight what these dudes have been off and on they're they're friends one week they're fighting the next you know they're they're each other's rival let's be honest i know they try to be civil with it well apparently somebody hacked ninja's Twitter, and this has somehow led to Tfue calling Ninja out for a boxing match. Let's go to a Gamerant.com article that says Tyler Ninja Blevins is arguably the most famous video game personality out there at the moment, with the popular Fortnite streamer even appearing on the cover of ESPN Magazine at one point. That's huge. However, his Twitter account was recently hacked, leading to the hacker asking Turner. Tfue Tenney, another popular esports player and streamer, to fight. Tfue responded with some harsh words for Ninja, leading to some drama between the two. After Ninja's Twitter account was hacked, Tfue replied to one of the tweets made by the hacker, stating, quote, imagine Ninja being man enough to fight me, unquote, along with some emojis tfue then posted a video to his youtube channel titled quote ninja challenges me to a boxing match unquote in the video tfue explains his rivalry with ninja and that regardless of ninja not actually being the one to challenge tfue to a fight tfue would still fight ninja yeah you're, you're real hard quote this is something i've been meaning to get off my chest for a while now unquote tfue says in the video quote for years and years and and me have been rivals competing against each other since h1z1 pubg and fortnite ever since i started blowing up on social media blowing up on twitch whatever it may be he's been trying to tear me down he's been talking shit behind my back unquote tfue also alleges that ninja tried to get him banned from twitch and ruin his career and that he knows ninja doesn't like it he then challenges ninja to a fight in any form of martial arts, citing the success of ksi versus logan paul has reason enough to try it some have said the rant is a joke but tfue does seem pretty charged in his video Tfue even calls out Ninja's move to Mixer in the video, claiming that the streamer is now desperate for views and that a fight with Tfue would raise his numbers. Tfue showed a screenshot of the two streamers' concurrent viewers to drive home the point. So, there was a tweet Ninja made, and this is what he says, I- I'm assuming after he recovered his account. I have no interest in fighting you, at Tfue. I don't hate you, I don't want you to fail, but I also don't appreciate you using my Twitter being hacked as a publicity stunt. It was a breach in privacy which nobody deserves to deal with. You're making it worse for me and helping him, meaning the hacker. It's unlikely that a fight between the two streamers will ever happen, at least in any official capacity, and for now, it just seems to be internet drama maybe the two streamers will patch things up in the future but for now it seems the duo is set to be upset with each other for the foreseeable future yeah i gotta tell you i saw the video number one this is why i don't like this dude on top of the many things he's done to piss me off him constantly bragging on himself him acting like he's better than everybody phase making this dude huge and, and yeah maybe without phase tfue gets huge one day whatever but we can't say that because Faze made tfue as big as he is today make no mistake and if you think otherwise you're either just a tfue fanboy. that's you you're entitled to that but if you look at the facts and really dig into the tfue phase thing you'll see the truth and i know they've probably made up by now i think i've seen him with banks and all that but at the end of the day the truth is the truth on top of tfue's toxic fan base his constant stream snipers i mean good god that's why a lot of people don't even like playing with this kid tfue just this guy has just turned into the the ultimate sellout I wish Ninja would fight him And beat the living shit out of him So that we wouldn't have to hear from Tifu Tifu might actually be humbled Shut his mouth But Clearly you know the dude was hacked and ninja was right you used this as a publicity stunt if you knew he was hacked and you still took advantage of it then you used it for a publicity stunt because you chose to make this public rather than if you had all these inner harsh feelings or whatever that you felt ninja had toward you or this beef contact the dude privately and talk about it if he's a dick then do what you gotta do if not then it is what it is why would he want you to fail what would he have to gain from you failing people are gonna make their own choices it don't matter what ninja says and then you want to look hard dude you know ninja ain't gonna fight you look what all ninja's got going for him yeah you may have more viewers than him dumbass you're on twitch he's on mixer He's trying to put a whole platform on his back. There's more people that watch Twitch. Idiot. Mixer's making moves, man. With uh, getting Shroud, Ghoul, a few other ones. I mean, they're, they're doing what they gotta do to make their name known. So, I wouldn't be talking shit right now, buddy. Enjoy it while you can. But I guarantee you, he made more off the Mixer deal than you're making off of Twitch. I guarantee that. I'm a little biased here. I'm not the biggest fan of Ninja i mean i'm not going to lie to you i I do respect each of these guys and what they've accomplished but if you look at when these guys made it big it seems to me ninja does more positive things and he he's not let it go to his head and i mean maybe sometimes he acts a little cocky or whatever but tfue this dude is just toxic man and then challenging to a fight see this is why i hated the ksi and logan paul thing because i said now everybody's gonna want to do this shit anytime anybody has beef they're gonna want to have a damn boxing match and now look case in point thank you ksi and logan paul and youtube we appreciate you the cringe continues i mean Tifu, i think you're the one desperate for views otherwise you know the dude was hacked why would you call a dude out that you know damn well he didn't say nothing I think it's you, Tifu, that has created this rivalry. I think your dad played a big role in that. Your brother, probably their crew. And I think you saw Ninja was getting more of the recognition than yourself. Okay, well then you start getting recognition, but oh man, Ninja's still here. Ninja's still bigger. And I think you're jealous. I think that's ultimately what this boils down to. Change my mind that's my opinion the tfue that i first started watching when he had a hundred and some thousand subscribers to the guy now is just night and day and guys i get it people get bigger like that they get more in the public eye they change but this dude blatantly sold out i just hate people that go when, when something happens their first answer is to fight you oh kick your ass man like dude that to me you look belligerent you look weak even though yeah you're wanting to fight i just think that's a shitty way to go out especially these two guys that have millions of fans that have all these sponsors millions of fans mainly young some older when people act like this it makes an impression on them so then these younger kids think oh it's okay when they got beef with somebody to throw hands with i mean it's just uncalled for dude i think these two are better than that though Tifu, i think if you're over here wanting to call people out and fight people why don't you fight the people that snatched your chain and you did nothing about claim that your bouncers held you back no they snatched your chain and you did nothing about it so i think you need to be more mad at those people that are actually physically taking stuff off of you and don't be worrying about what ninja's doing you you've made enough name for yourself quit trying to ride off ninjas coattails and make no mistake you know damn well that's what you're doing i think that guys i think he's jealous of ninja why are we just now hearing about this if you've known the dude has been stabbing you in your back like this why are we just now hearing this you two have been rivals for years uh, I just think it's awful funny. Tifu does this whenever he's desperate for attention. Ever since that phase thing, that that was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me with Tifu. I, I just thought, what an ungrateful piece of shit. And I haven't watched him since. I just think there's a lot of people coming up in Fortnite, and where are used to you had the ninjas, the Tim, the Tap Man, Tifu. You only had a few big names, and now you've got so many tfue is just when everybody's not uh, talking about him he pulls some shit like this i mean i for the life of me don't understand it, guys that's going to do it for gaming news if uh, anybody is playing fortnite chapter two season two again my gamer tag is sabotage with a capital s and where the o is it's a zero underscore gaming with a capital g my epic games account if you are on anything other than xbox now it is just sabotage with a capital s underscore gaming with a capital g come play with us we'll get down and let me know your guys take on this ninja and tfue beef and now on to everybody's favorite time of the show it's been one of them motherfucking days i tell y'all it is been one of them mother fucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. So guys, this rant, we all know income tax season is here. Most of you all know, those of you guys who file for your kids, uh, You, they make you wait a, an extended period of time. Most people go ahead and get theirs. They just recently finally released a date to where, which would be the 26th, we're recording on the 24th, where those that filed for the child tax credit will finally be getting their taxes. And I understand those people that they're doing it for those people that are filing kids that isn't theirs and stuff like that i understand that but there's some other issues that i have with it so due to it being income tax time i just wanted to throw a little rant out there see what you guys think about it and give my opinion on it what i think about it and that's going to do it for today's rant so guys let's have a rant All right, guys, so the 26th, February, those people that filed for their kids or otherwise known as the child tax credit, my fiance filed the, what, honey, first of January, January 7th? I mean, early January, as soon as her taxes were released she went and filed the more corporate businesses like h&r block liberty tax they're gonna charge you a good chunk of change depending on the amount you make that is usually those that file for their kids you know they're gonna make a decent amount they have a pretty high fee let's be honest they, they charge you a good amount to do them but since they know those that do the child tax credit will have to wait they'll let you get a loan it could go certain places i've seen i think h and block was up to like 1500 i think liberty tax it goes to like 3200 so my fiance of course wants to get a loan so she sees how much she can get for some reason my fiance doesn't get anywhere near that but that's another story but I mean let's be honest that's nothing like what you get when you file for your children i mean i mean i know people getting eight grand ten grand but anyway so we start waiting on them to come in and man look this is the time of year where people look forward to it and i just think it's so funny anytime you owe the government money you think we have the option to go hey we're gonna pay you guys on on february the 26th hell no they take your money out like clockwork asap again those people that file all these different kids and stuff i I get it i get why they do it i just don't get number one why they make you wait so long and like in my fiance's case She's worked the same job and filed for my daughter every year for the last three years. And what I mean is, for example, in my fiance's case, for the last three years, she's filed for my daughter and even been at the same job. And I'm excluding the job because every now and then maybe we change jobs, but if you file for the same kid or kids, so many years in a row i think two to three years you should just start being able to get your taxes when everybody else who doesn't file a child tax credit does and now i get it if let's say you bring it down there even if you just had a kid okay they want to verify whatever i get them doing that two or three times that's fine now i especially get it if you get somebody bring in these random kids you find out they ain't even theirs yeah I make those people wait but you gotta think my fiance files first of january so think about this. There's people that will be getting their taxes probably the same time she does. They might have just filed two or three weeks ago. And it's not a big deal. I mean, as long as you get them, it is what it is. I think they're saying the 26th, if they're not in your bank account, by the 2nd of March, then you got to contact them. So I'm assuming over this next week. They'll be sending them out. A lot of people can think, Well, DT, what's the big deal? Who cares as long as you're getting the money? Look at it like this, guys. Let's say you're wanting to get a new apartment, house, trailer, car. You see a car come available. Well, if you can't get your taxes, I mean, how many times will those opportunities slip away because you're having to wait on the damn government, verify a kid you know damn well is yours, and do taxes that have been the same for the last three to four years. That could make the difference in you getting a place to live, a certain vehicle you want, at a price range that helps you, and you're already having to compete against everybody getting their taxes. I remember one year we were trying to find an apartment around this time. Dude, it was damn near impossible. We got lucky and landed on the place we still live today. And my God, that's not one of the only reasons we don't move. Around this time, is because you're just having to compete against everybody that gets their taxes around this time, and especially those that have got this child tax credit. I mean, they be ballin'. I don't know, guys. Give me your take if you think it's ain't a big deal, but I just think it's funny. You're waiting on the government, and they always seem to come out with a bullshit excuse every year on why they release them so late. Like I've noticed, last year we got them on the 22nd. Now this year's the 26th. I mean, it just seems like it gets further and further every year but let me know if anybody's dealt with this and filed for their kids i want to know your take on this do you think you should have to wait good lord it's almost two months on your damn money if you filed for the same children your children do you think you should have to wait i want to know but all right guys that's gonna do it for our 75th episode i know i didn't talk a lot about this up front of the show but guys 75 episodes that's awesome we're almost to 100 we're still going i'm proud of this podcast and everything i've done to keep it going i'm, pr- I'm so proud of all the people that have supported this podcast guys i want to get this podcast out there more i really do If you enjoy this podcast and you want to help the show out in any way, there's two ways you can do it. You can like, subscribe, follow, share you leave me a comment anything i talk about on each episode let me know give me your take i do want to hear it if you've got any ideas suggestions let me know and guys i tell you what head on over to our facebook page at rss podcast when you search on facebook scroll down just a little bit when you get to the main page you'll find a pin post that has all our info with this show from email to where you can hear this podcast which by the way apple podcast seems to be our most popular streaming platform shout out to apple Podcasts. all our social media pages guys wherever you will go facebook twitter follow the ready set show podcast i'm going to start posting on there more guys we will have a co-host very soon i'm working really hard on that guys i'll keep you updated on that if you guys have any recommendations on who you think would fit well with me co-hosting on this show let me know and guys the second way you can support this podcast you know me i rarely ask for donations but guys if you guys can donate to the show if you go to our anchor page head on down to where it says support there is monthly contributions you can do like 99 cents a month 4.99 a month and then it says the 9.99 per month creator gets 13 percent more per dollar so hey that's cool now guys I don't usually ask for this but hey if you all can spare some for the show to help me get new equipment constantly gotta keep upgrading the equipment not all the time but you know occasionally like you know we need a new mixer if you can find it in your art to donate that would be awesome we'll find out some some cool benefits for those that do donate just let me know if you can't that's cool just like share give me a comment that's cool too but guys that's gonna do it for episode 75 of the ready set show podcast i'm your host dt ready set Showtime, and i'm out peace